Welcome back to the next episode of my podcast. Um, in this one, this one's going to be a bit different. So this one, there is no guest. It's just going to be me interviewing myself so you guys can get to know me a little bit better and just stories from my past. Um, you probably hear my cat in the background jumping around and stuff, but just ignore him because he's cute, so I don't give a shit. So in this one, we're going to be talking mainly about like my upbringing and what has made me who I am. Um, so we're going to start with like some stories from when I was younger and then kind of just build my way up until where I'm at now. So when I was younger, um, I was in a couple different schools, like different elementary schools. So like I stayed in one elementary school until grade three and then my parents told me we were moving to Hawaii. So I said bye to all my friends and stuff like that. And then I ended up being homeschooled for grade four, but we didn't end up moving, so I ended up just being homeschooled alone, not alone, but with my siblings, staying in Kelowna. Um, so I didn't really hang out with friends during that period of time. I only hung out with my siblings, and it was really hard because like, I didn't have a proper teacher. My mom did her best to try and teach us, but it's not the same as being in a school, you know, sitting with kids, learning like the proper curriculum and stuff. It was just through a homeschooling program. And I didn't really learn a whole lot. You know, I just, like, I didn't know my times tables. I still don't really know my times tables because of that. Um, so it just made it really hard. So then eventually when I went back to school, to a different elementary school in grade five, um, I had really bad social anxiety. So every single classroom would have a separate like learning room I guess you could call it just like a separate room off of the classroom that you would go in just for like one-on-one -on -one stuff with the teacher and I ended up doing grade five and six just staying in that room listening through the crack of a door because I was too nervous to sit with all the other kids in the class and just too nervous that I didn't know the same stuff as the kids so that made it pretty hard um, I did meet some new friends and my friend Cooper, who was on the podcast originally, was one of my friends from my original elementary school. So I started hanging out with him again. Um, so I still had some friends there, but it was definitely quite a bit harder than if I had just stayed in the regular school system. Um, but Cooper and I are still friends today, so that's good. But it just made it pretty hard. And then, um, you know, eventually I went to... OCAM, which is the school I graduated from, so I was there from grades 8 until grade 12. Um, and there I met Annie. I actually met Annie at my elementary school, but she and I kind of talked here and there, you know, on Instagram and stuff like that. And we're kind of friends here and there. Um, but then once we got into grade 8 and she was in grade 7, that's when we started going out and we've been together ever since, so that's six and a half years. Um, but during that time, in like the first couple of years of high school, I got into, I started smoking a lot of cigarettes and stuff, because I just wanted to be cool, so I'd wear like a leather jacket to school, even though it was the summer, and I'm fucking sweating like a fat guy who found the McRib is back. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to be cool, so I started like smoking a lot, you know, I'd pick cigarettes up off the ground, I started smoking weed in like grade 8, 
and did through the entire the entirety of high school uh, and that really messed with my my development growing up as well um, you know like I didn't apply myself into classes or anything I just kind of you know blew it all off because I wanted to seem cool um, yeah but then during that time like I started vaping and stuff and you know it just wasn't just wasn't a great time to not a great place to do that when I was so young and trying to you know go through school not caring like that and it really messed me up in the end because I would have liked to go to university or something like that but I'm doing carpentry now which I also like so it's not it's not a terrible downside but it really did affect me going throughout school um, and then the next couple of years you know it just kept going on like that you know just trying to fit in I had a couple friend groups so I just kind of like bounce around to different friend groups and stuff like that and I got suspended for drinking in school because I thought it would be cool as well um, and I'd been suspended a couple of times you know for skipping class and stuff like that and then when I was in grade it would have been like grade 10 or grade 11 um, my dad got a job we he was struggling to make ends meet for us to stay in our nice house up in like the higher nicer part of town so he got a job as a fishing guide but the job was in prince rupert so i had to leave school early in grade 10 or 11 and we drove all the way up to prince rupert which took quite a while and then we were there for a couple of days, and then my dad got fired from that. So then we had to come back to Kelowna, which I was super excited to come back to Kelowna, you know, see everybody, see Annie, see all my friends again, and actually finish school that year. And then we were only home for a week, and he got a job in Tassis, which is on uh, Vancouver Island. And it only has a population of 300 people, so it's a super small fishing town. So we had to leave again, and... Before we had left the first time for Prince Rupert, we had been evicted from our house and had to move into a 20-foot travel trailer. So it was, my sister decided not to come with us and she stayed with her boyfriend. Um, so she moved out. So it was my mother, my father, my two brothers and I, and our four cats that we had living in this 20-foot trailer. So we went up to Prince Rupert, lived there for that little bit, then came back, then ended up going to Tassus and we stayed there for a couple weeks um, and it was hard as well because my dad his job was on a floating fishing lodge so he would stay out at the lodge and only come back every couple of days probably about every week just to spend like a couple hours here or there and then he'd have to go out and I ended up getting a job with him there um, and we would work like 10 12 hour days no breaks just every single day and it was really hard because I had only ever had one part-time job before a couple years before that um so that was pretty hard it was a pretty hard time but then eventually he lost that job as well and we came back to Kelowna and we bought a newer trailer that was about 32 feet long and we lived in that plus we had so we had all the same family members and the cats and my brother had a fish and then we also had a bunny after that too so it was super packed my brother and i there was only two bedrooms in it really so my brother tristan and i shared a bunk 
Um, and then my parents had a room on the other side and my little brother slept on the couch. So we lived in that for probably close to two years, which is really hard because, you know, like we didn't have Wi-Fi. Um, there was no shower in our trailer. So you'd have to go to the public washroom every morning and pay a dollar for a five minute shower that would cut out after five minutes if you were done or not. And I had to do that from, for basically like a year and a half which was terrible and I hated it because all my friends, you know, it's Kelowna. So like everybody lives in like a super high end house, you know, has like nice cars, you know, has like playstations, has big TVs, you know, stuff like that. And I didn't have any of that. Um, so that was really hard. We didn't have cable or anything. So we would watch um, TV show Friends. We had the disc set, like the, the full set of it. So we'd watch that on repeat. So like we had seen every single episode of Friends for a year and a half, basically. Um, and then after that, my dad got a more stable job and then we moved into another house, a pretty small house. It was a three bedroom house, three bedroom, one and a half bath house, which was huge compared to what we were living in before. So it was amazing. And after that, I got a job working, um, at Domino's Pizza and you know, it was a really fun job. I had shitty car at first, and then I bought a nicer car. I bought a Lancer, which I loved. Um, and just throughout that, you know, like, that was a fun job. I loved it. I made a lot of money doing that. And then eventually it came to one point where I was working a night shift. And it was just me and two other guys working. And it was, like, you know, I don't know, like, two 2.30 in the morning or something like that. And I heard the door open, and I turned around to greet the customer. And it was a man in a ski mask and I turned around and he had a pistol pointed right at my face And I just froze like I didn't know what to do because like I'm I've never been robbed like that before I'd been robbed before and I'll talk about that after um, And yeah, I just turned around and there was a pistol right in my face and He told me to empty the register and stuff But the register was already open and there was like the money was in this in the back being counted so I called for my manager and he came up and then, you know, the guy didn't get any money because he didn't see it in the office. So then he left. And after that, I didn't go to work for about two weeks, week and a half. Um, and I had super bad PTSD from it. Like I couldn't watch any movies with guns in it. I couldn't play any video games with guns in it. I couldn't even like look at like a drawing of a gun for weeks, maybe like a couple months. And after that, I just decided like, I'm done. I'm not going to work here anymore. Um, but the other time that I had been robbed was in grade 10 or 11. I went downtown with my friend Ben to go sell this vape that I had bought, sell it to some guy. So we met downtown, um, just like outside this pub. And my buddy Ben and I are just waiting there. And these guys come up and they said they were 16, but they looked more like they were like 19. Um, ben and I were like pretty short kids, like he was like maybe like 5'10", I was like 5'9", and these kids were like 6'3". Um, and the kid asks, he's like, hey, can I like just, just like see it? Can I try it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he takes it and he just runs, just full speed down the street. And everybody else just froze because like we didn't know what was going on. So we go downtown, just looking around for this kid. And we're looking for hours, like it's probably been like three hours by now. And his friends are, I'm walking with his other friends and they're like, oh yeah, he's not answering. Like, I don't know what to do even though they were in on it and I didn't know it at the time. Um, so Ben, his phone had died. 
So he had to go to the sushi place to go charge his phone. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to like keep going, you know, like we'll walk, we'll walk down by like the, the skating rink and stuff. And then we'll come back and we'll meet you. And we're walking down beside city hall next to this park. And I'm walking behind these two guys and they just look at each other and nod. And then they just turned around and they both shoved me and ran in other directions. So I like fell down, dropped my bag, lost my backpack. And I go and I chase this one kid. But earlier that day in Metal Shop, I had made like a ninja throwing star that I hadn't taken home yet because I hadn't been home. So it was still in my pocket. And I chase this kid into this alleyway. And then um, I corner him and he pulled out a switchblade. So then I pulled out my throwing star. And we were just kind of like in the standoff, you know, like circling each other and stuff. And, you know, like I was yelling for help, but like people walking by, I just like didn't really care. So then, you know, the kid gets to a spot where he can run again. And he starts running and this super nice BMW comes out of nowhere. And was like, hey man, like what's happening? And I was like, oh, that guy mugged me. Like, I don't know what to do. And he was like, okay, hop in the back seat. We'll go find him. Well, I see that there's a baseball bat in the back seat. So I'm like, okay, you know, there's two guys in the front seat and there's a baseball bat in the back seat. So like, if I have to do something, I can with that bat. So I get into the back of this guy's BMW and we just drive like maybe half a block and we find this kid and they pull up right in front of him cut him off, corner him on like the side of a building and they get out and they're like threatening this kid and stuff and they take his knife and they give it to me and then they pulled up their sleeves and they showed his tattoos and they were both Hell's Angels. So like that's just like the local gang here. I don't know if that's another gang anywhere else, but it's just like this big drug and biker gang here. And um, after that, you know, they just told me they're like, you know, like we'll take care of it. You can go now. And then after that, like, I don't know what happened to the kid. Um, so I was super scared, so I just, you know, just tossed the knife and stuff. And then eventually I did get the vape back because they reached out to me because they thought the Hells Angels were my dad. So they met up with me and they like, gave me the vape and stuff, so I like, got that back. Um, you know, after that, like, I also had anxiety not to go downtown. Like, I didn't go downtown for probably three years after that. I just started going downtown again, like, this year without getting bad anxiety. And I still don't go to, like, that same, those same areas still. Um, but you know, after like the dominoes stuff and stuff like that happened, I got a job as a stonemason, which was really amazing. Like I loved doing that. It was so much fun. I worked with a super great guy, but it was just super hard labor. Like I only weighed like, I don't even know, 120 pounds and I'm like five, 10 and a half at the time. So I'm super underweight and I have to be lifting like hundred pound boxes constantly. So like I had to quit that which I love doing that. And then I got my current job, which is a carpenter with this great company. Um, and stuff's been going great since then. Um, but that's basically, I think that's basically all I wanted to talk about. Yeah, so it was just like super hard beginnings, but now it's, now it's evening out, you know, like going from being super broke, living in a trailer, you know, um, to now that I can actually, you know, like drive a nice car and like, have a stable job and you know have friends over and go out and do stuff and go to the gym which is really great so like I'm very grateful for that but that's just kind of like the story that I wanted to share with you guys so if you guys have anything else that you want me to talk about you know with other guests or like recommendations for episodes or anything just like text into me I don't have Instagram so don't text me on Instagram because I won't respond but if you guys have like my email and stuff, which is just my first name dot last name at Gmail or like my Facebook or Snapchat or stuff like that, 
you guys can text me on that. Um, I'd really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys like this one. And if you guys like this one, I can do more like this in the future. Or if you didn't, you know, just let me know and I won't do more like this. So thanks for listening, guys, and make sure you keep your life pretty questionable.